Good morning. Today is the fourth day of Shvat, 5783, corresponding to Thursday, January 26, 2023, and we are still working towards catching up to our present-day Tanya piece. So we will be looking at chapter 16 today, which will cover the learnings for the 25th and 26th of Tevet. And chapter 16, continuing our discussion of the Benoni, we've been spending a lot of time on this intermediary person, reminds us about, begins by reminding us about a principle regarding how this Benoni serves God. And says that the essential thing is to govern and rule the nature that is in the left part of the heart, right? We've talked about the whole biology of how the left side is the side of the animalistic soul and the right side is the side in which the divine soul has the opportunity to imbue the heart with this, with um, the positivity, with with the uh, connection to God and is filled with a divine, and it can be filled with a divine light that comes from the brain and rules the desires of the heart. Um, and how do we do this? Because we, we do this by meditating on the greatness of God. And the greatness of God comes in two forms, right? This understanding of God comes in the form of fear and in the form of love. And so the goal that we're going to see in this chapter, we're going to start with is this fear and love. What is this that this idea, this motivation um, is something we're supposed to bring about for ourselves. And the question we're going to deal with first is, well, what happens if we don't feel that? Um, let's be real. I think this is maybe one of the maybe a very important realistic point is that we can work hard in our actions, in our learning, in our thought, and feel nothing. Um, and I think that that becomes the struggle. And so the question is, what do you do when you can't bring this arousal of fear and love to God, of God, up to yourself? Um, and so the Alter Rebbe points out that really a principle, you know, it's interesting, I don't think he uses the phrase, but there's this phrase in the Talmud, Shalolishma Balishma, if you do something for not for its own sake, eventually you'll do it for its own sake. And in essence, that's what part of the goal in this chapter is, is to say, even if you're not feeling it, you should be doing it anyways, because it'll bring it out eventually. Which leads the Alter Rebbe to begin to get into discussion, as we'll see, about something that, about how these emotions are innate, and that our goal is not to create them, but our goal is to reveal them, which makes a lot of sense given the structure that we've seen so far in that the goal of what he's setting out is that is to suggest that God has provided us with this structure, and now we have to find a way to bring it to the fore. Um, so that's the first piece. That the Benoni's mission is to do, and is to do and to connect. And if the connection seems very weak or seems non-existent, it's not to give up and not to do, but it's to continue to do because it will reveal that connection. Um, why is this the case? Why is there so much trouble? So there's an interesting note that's in this book. Case it's a little bit more of a deeper Kabbalistic perspective, but it says that 
the reason for this inhibition is that the person's intellect and their nefesh, their ruach and their neshama, their soul elements, come from a, a part of the process that is concealed within bina, within supernal understanding, and not from, and it hasn't been birthed yet, it's in potentiality. So that somehow, the way that our souls work is that our souls are created with potential, are through with the ability to give us the potential, and some of us have a much easier time to reveal that potential, and some of us do not, and we have to work that much harder to unwrap the the, the picture that's in front of us, the road in front of us, in order to bring about this hidden love. So, fine. That is the first part. How is it concealed? It's concealed because it's in the sense that the heart knows it, the heart recognizes it, it's intellectual. That's the concealment. In reality, I think the intellectual is that it's a concealment, is that the, sorry, the concealment is the intellectual. We know it. But how many times do we know something that we don't feel? I know that I'm supposed to love my child, let's say. But sometimes I'm not feeling it. But it's there. Um, I know I'm supposed to feel my heartstrings are supposed to be feel, pulled in good times and in bad, but sometimes, honestly, I'm not feeling it. And so I have to do stuff to bring that to the fore or to at least put myself in a position to pretend to. And I think when we think about spiritual growth, again, that's part of the process, that there are going to be many days where it's not there. You know, he doesn't say that per se, but it's, you know, it's a back and forth thing. There are days that we feel it very strongly and days that we don't. The Benoni actually is this person who's feeling it strongly and feeling it not because there's the struggle inside. Um, so, what we're at here, so this Benoni, let me read a few more lines from here. Their thought cannot, right, we know that our thoughts cannot grasp God at all, except when it grasps the invest in the Torah and the commandments, as we've discussed. And so is therefore fitting and proper for them to embrace God with all of their heart, soul, and might um, by doing, by taking the action, by thinking, by speaking. And through that, as it will, as we'll do more and more, hopefully that will break this concealment. Okay. If we go a little further... There's this word coming up in this chapter a lot, this word tvuna, which is some sort of intellectual emotion, some sort of supernal understanding, higher understanding. And based on an idea from the Zohar, which says that the Torah without love and fear of God does not soar aloft, sorry, the Tikkune Zohar, uh, the Alter Rebbe goes on to suggest in the same way as if you practice him with real fear and love is revealed in the heart, in which case he would perform them with a desire, fervor, and passion. Um, and so, by allowing this, for this tfuna, this this intellectual emotion of the mind, that will lead him to do. And had he not realized that, he would not have been doing. And so, our entire mission here if I'm understanding this correctly, again, a lot of this is, as I'm reading this, trying to get a better grasp on this, is that the tfuna, this supernal understanding, 
It says, provides his Torah mitzvot with the wings that will allow this to occur. So it's actually the conduit to, to open that door. Um, he goes on, and he says something very interesting that I, I want to make sure to touch on. And he points out that all of this is predicated on God. Um, at God being the one to put it all together. He quotes from the Talmud and Kedushin that the Holy that God joins a good thought to a deed. That somehow God is the bridge. Right? So our bodies and minds are struggling. We're going to see more of that later on, the, the whole soul struggle to come ab get above the body. But somehow here the person needs to recognize God's role in that as the conduit and the bond. Um, and what is that? And again, what is that bond? How do we get there? It's through the action. It's through the Torah, right? If we go back to the point of him saying that the Torah is the revealed state of God in this world, then it's through the Torah that's going to bridge the body and the mind, the action, the speech, and the intellect. Um, and it's, and through the action, speech, and intellect, again, as we said, this will reveal the love and fear. Um, what he's driving at ultimately is twofold. If I if I were to summarize this uh, very simply, he's doing two things in this chapter. Number one, he's laying out for us the real struggle that the Benoni seems this very high and lofty level. And as we've talked about many times, this Benoni seems a level actually pretty far pretty challenging for most of us to connect to. And so we can easily despair. Again, right? This notion that I'm trying so hard and I'm not getting it, then why should I bother? So he's saying you have to try because the trying is the, the is the lead into the growth. And the lead into the growth through the revealing of that which you're trying to reveal. That is number one. That is the first point that he is driving at in this chapter is that if you're not feeling this fear and love of God, don't despair, keep going because it's there. You're doing it because it's there. You're experiencing it because it's there. Number two is he's giving his followers a very important lesson, which is in the midst of this, you have to recognize that there's a process and a methodology to get to this place. I think what often happens, we say, oh, it's not working. We say, no, then this, then the system's wrong. Uh, one of the big things that we see in the modern world, in the contemporary world, sometimes not so bad, sometimes pretty bad, is we're very quick to get rid of what was because it doesn't jot. Um, we've talked about this before in relationship to a lot of the language that the Tanya uses in the relationship of the Jew and the non-Jew, in the relationship of universalism, particularism. We're going to get to some of this again going forward, which is why I want to repeat this again. And we're too quick to get rid of it, right? Oh, it's, it's, it's wrong, it's this, it's that. Okay, it doesn't fit. That doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that we've, we struggle. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't necessarily mean it's right. It means that there's a struggle we have to deal with. How do we, how do we reconcile this with our realities today? The same thing with any spiritual growth. There's so many potential avenues to take. 
And we're really quick to always take a different avenue instead of the one that's in front of us. I, I may have quoted this story before. I don't know if I did in this, in this context. If not, it bears repeating. There's this great story told. and um, There are many Jews over the decades who have searched for spirituality far and wide. And many of them, of course, have made their, many people have made their way over to India, to, to the East, to check out the Buddhists, the Hindus, right? This very deep spiritual world that they have heard, you know, that they knew existed. And there's stories about, um, there's a story that's told that this young Israeli, after his time in the army, had gone searching, like many do. And he went to India and he had an audience with the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama asked him a very simple question. Why did you come here? You have it, the spirituality in your own backyard. Referring to Jerusalem. Referring to Israel. Referring to Judaism. And I think there are many deep lessons that, but for the perspective of this particular chapter is, it might be far away, it might be hidden, but why are you going far to search for it? Go in, go internal, go search for it in your own work. And that's the bridge that God, that's the God bridge, right? Don't presume that you, that it, because it's not working, you need to go searching for it in other ways. Go deeper in what you're doing. It doesn't mean, I want to be clear, I'm not a proponent to suggest it doesn't mean that one can't learn from other spiritualities. I mean, I think at least in a covert sense if not sometimes an overt sense that's what happens throughout that's always what happens in, in these spiritualistic worlds is that we learn from each other um, but it does mean that don't presume that the other ones have it right and, and because it doesn't work for you which you've got no keep going maybe the book doesn't work i've said this before right uh maybe the particular safer the particular book doesn't work the particular models and maybe tanya doesn't work for you is the way to find it it doesn't mean you therefore say oh i'm gonna just Jump no, keep engaging it. You might find something. And this chapter, he's telling his followers, you're on the right track. When even when you're not feeling it, you're on the right track. Keep being on the right track. Don't despair. Because the biggest trouble is going to be is you're going to despair, and then you could walk into this path of the wicked of the Russia, which is the entire point of what he's trying to have them avoid. So I'm sorry this uh, may have gone a little bit longer today than some of the others. But I think that this point really bears reflecting on that there that much of our work is hidden is is not going to pull at the heartstrings overtly, and our mission is to keep pulling at them, pulling at them, and remembering that we're not in this alone, that we have God to rely on as part of this mission as well, and so if we do that and we bridge the mind and the body together through the God, the divine elements of this world in this um, understanding that there is this deeper understanding that we can tap into, through that we should hopefully begin, we'll hopefully reach the higher levels of being a Benoni, and that's really what this chapter, I believe, is getting to. All right, so with that, I want to wish you all a wonderful day, and we will pick this up chapter 17 next time as we continue to get closer to catching up to the daily study so we can break this down a little bit more um, as we go forward.